1: Welcome back, everybody. It's the Mac and Bone Show. Chris McClain with you here. We've got to focus a little bit on Charlotte FC. Uh, We've got to talk about the first team. They opened uh, with an unbelievable show uh, in terms of atmosphere, attendance. I mean, some of the pregame features, um, the tribute to Anton Walks. Uh, The problem was they get nipped at the end by New England. We've got to talk about the start to the season, some of the things that – you know, we may have noticed as fans. And we also got to get the word out about what they're doing as an organization with this new MLS Pro Team. Uh, I, I mean, just an amazing, aggressive approach to bringing in young talent to the organization that will hopefully eventually feed on up. We got to focus on that and let you know how you go see these young Bucks for the Crown Legacy FC MLX, uh, MLS Next Pro Team. Let's talk about all that stuff. With the technical director of Charlotte FC, Bobby Belair joins us here on WFNZ. Bobby, thanks for coming on. How you doing? I'm
0: doing all right. Thanks for having me on. Always a pleasure. All
1: right. Well, let's start with the the obvious, the the last thing we all saw, right? The match on Saturday night. I was there, had a blast. I mean, I have my kids with me. I mean, the experience is always top-notched. The crowd for the second opener was unbelievable. Um, uh, but obviously the result isn't what you wanted. What did you notice? It's one thing for me as a fan to notice things, but what did you think of of the opener for, for the season, the good and the bad?
0: Yeah, well, I think just uh, just as a general point, I mean, the, the fan support that we get is unmatched, and it, it surprises us every time. No matter if we're selling out the whole stadium or not, the atmosphere is electric, and I know the boys and the team are, are disappointed that they – didn't get a better result, um, but you know, as you said, it was a great tribute to Anton Walks. I think you know a lot of pressure on the team to do well to start. Um, we saw some good things, and you know, obviously, uh, getting nicked at the end there uh, was really unfortunate. We felt that maybe it could have gone the other way and, and been a one nothing finish. But at the end of the day, the sun's shining today. They're out there training and getting ready for St. Louis away. And we have 33 more matches, and and we're looking forward and and staying positive.
1: You know, uh, you know how it works with sports fans, right? I mean, maybe patience isn't a virtue that that we as sports fans have. So we're talking about the match, right? On on Monday, and people are like, "Well, man, what is Capetti doing? I, I thought he was going to produce." you know, I think they want you know about uh, four goals a match from Enzo Capetti. What were your What were your thoughts on his debut, and and what? What do we need to know about his game that maybe we have not been able to see yet in just one match?
0: Yeah, well, I, I would say that Enzo worked his tail off. If you look at the GPS numbers that we saw uh, and the way that he was he was pressing and, and sprinting around the field, you, you could really see the desire that he wants to put on a show for the fans and become a big new face of this team. But, you know, that's going to take time. He's coming to a new country. He's He's playing with new teammates where he's only played in a few preseason matches with. So it's going to take time, but I think what you saw is a lot of effort, a lot of commitment, um, and that's what we wanted in a striker, a really dynamic forward that runs into spaces, runs behind, knows how to press uh, the way that Latanzio wants. He's going to lead the line. So I think all in all, even though he didn't score a goal, it was a good debut for him. I think playing in front of 70K for him, he was uh, all smiles uh, yesterday when I talked to him.
1: That's one of the things I think that, that we – I mean, almost take for granted, right? Because in that stadium, a lot of us will go to Panther games, and there'll be 70,000. So it's kind of like, in a way, we're kind of used to that. I, like, a lot of these guys that come from come from Europe or even South America, like Enzo, like, they're blown away, right? Like, as big as soccer is in those places, 70,000 is an absurd number, right, worldwide. It's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, it really <laughs> is. And, and, look, Argentinian soccer is, is super intense, so he. He's played those high-intense matches at Rossing, and they have electric atmospheres too. But you're certainly right. 70k is is a massive number, um, and anytime you come in and try to make your debut at a new club, there's a lot of pressure, and you want to do things the right way and, and get a goal. So. Look, I think I think we'll see Enzo's name on the score sheet very soon. There's no panic and we were happy with the way that he worked and showed himself.
1: Oh, there's no doubt the work rate. He he you could tell. You could tell he was giving his all. There's no doubt. We're talking to Bobby Belair, technical director for Charlotte FC. Week two, by the way. They go open up um uh you know, a, a, you know, a home uh, season for in a new expansion team this year at St. Louis on Saturday night. Um, all right, uh, one other thing on on the first team before we get into what's going on with MLS uh, Next Pro. Let's talk about just the attack in general because I don't think, you know, obviously one of the goals of your offseason, one of the reasons Enzo's here, Westwood's here, is to increase that goal number. Um, didn't start well, but, man, it's early in a big season. You know, how confidently you feel, Bobby, like the attack will be better than it was last year?
0: Yeah, no, I'm very confident in that. And um, some of the attacking principles that Latanzio is put into play also rely on, on the way that we set up defensively. And I think you saw there, there was a few moments that had the fans going in and on when we were breaking on the counterattack and maybe uh, one decision was made wrong or a pass was hit with the wrong weight uh, that could have led to a breakaway chance. Um, so, you know, you take those into account and then also the last chance that Kerwin had to tie it up off of that, that he hit off the post and a few other shots that we had inside the box, we created chances and we'll create more than that. Um, So we're not worried about the attack. I I think we're, we're confident in ourselves and the the players believe in each other. And it's just going to take a little bit of time to gel and, and uh, get that first game monkey off our back.
1: I still can't believe the Vargas header didn't go in. I still, I still oh. am in shock. at uh, just two inches to the left. It's bouncing off the post and in. All right, but anyway, I digress. I'm not taking you back there anymore, Bobby. Let's look <laughs> forward. And this is literally a look forward because the MLX MLS Next Pro team. You know, I kind of you will make the comparison for for you know, you know casual soccer fans too you know, a minor league system, right, for a major league baseball team or the swarm to the Hornets, right? This is a place where you acquire young talent, they get trained, and they can learn the system. And, man, the hope is that these guys can be on the MLS team eventually. And one of the things that sticks out, as I understand it, I want you to explain this further to all of us, but it seems like your approach to acquiring international talent, whether it's, you know, South America, whether it's Portugal, Brazil, you know, whatever it might be, it seems like it's pretty dang aggressive for 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 the way MLS Next Pro works elsewhere. Talk to us about where you're the the way you're finding talent for this team and how big of a deal this is. I mean, there's big money being spent on these players, right?
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. We're being we're being super aggressive, and uh, from day one, this has been our strategy. And we we finally got to the point where Crown Legacy FC will be competing this year, and it will allow us to really plan uh, over multiple years for the first team roster um it's a great it's a great stepping point between the first team and our academy so you'll have our academy talents that are coming through getting tested you'll have college players that we recruited and scouted and then like you mentioned we're signing and actually paying transfer fees for these young international talents um and so we're planning for holes that are in the roster uh for the first team and Letting these, letting these players come in, learn our system, adapt to the, to the United States in some cases if they're international, um, learn how we want to play, and then whenever they're ready for the first team, they'll, they'll be able to step in and compete right away.
1: How big of a di- – like, obviously, ownership's a big part of this. We see it with the Panthers and some of the coaches that they've acquired this offseason. Like, David Tepper's money, this just in, this helps, and that's a big part of this, but like, How much do you feel like this pays off ultimately down the road, that this gives you an advantage because maybe other teams aren't investing, you know, at this level to what you are?
0: Yeah, 100%. And that's a a credit to to Dave's, uh, you know, vision and his strategy that, you know, he's letting us do our thing, and, and we have constant dialogue with him and present to him, and, and he's given us everything that we need to be successful. And we feel that this is really going to help us long-term
1: be successful. All right, now here's the deal for soccer fans. We're already, you know, Charlotte's proven constantly that this is a soccer town, right, with the crowds that are turning up for the MLS team. But Crown Legacy FC, you can go watch those matches too, Matthew Sportsplex. I know the opener's coming up soon. Give us the details on when the season gets going, because I know you are trying to pack that joint out as well.
0: Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, we're kicking off on Sunday, um, March 26th, uh, the day after our, our first-team home game against um, New York Red Bulls. And so we're we're super excited. It's going to be a fun weekend of soccer. We'll play at home against Red Bulls with the first team, and then we'll play against Huntsville on Sunday, March 26th. We're playing the out. The uh, uh, Matthews Sportsplex kicking off at 3 p.m. A little Sunday uh, family affair. Uh, we hope some of our supporters will come out and make it loud, make a good atmosphere, and we're really looking forward to see what we can create out there in, in Matthews.
1: Very affordable tickets too. You want to t- you got young soccer players? You want to take them out there? Um, uh, no doubt about it. Help them pack the plex for the uh, Crown Legacy FC opener Sunday. March 26th. Bobby, I appreciate it, man. Uh, I'm cranked up, and obviously the fans are, about this new season of soccer now, multiple levels in the organization. Best of luck to you guys, and thanks for uh, hanging with us. We appreciate it.
0: Thanks a lot, Matt. Appreciate your support.